Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now today, I'm going to continue the conversation of walking in the characteristics of God as a child of God. And so the attribute that I'm actually going to discuss today is peace. So in defining peace, it actually means freedom from disturbance. It also means tranquility or calmness. Now the scripture reference that I'm going to actually use comes from Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. And it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And again, that's Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. Now, if you keep your mind on God, he will keep you in perfect peace. Of course, this is what becomes the main challenge, keeping your mind and thoughts on God. Now, let me just ask you, as a child of God, Are you able to stay in peace or do you get easily agitated, I should say, when things don't go the way you want them to? I know it can depend on the situation because some things affect you differently than others. The goal becomes trying not to allow those things to distract you too much to where you do lose your composure. As you grow in a relationship with God and you allow the scriptures to resonate in you. These two things should help you to have more peace in your life. The scriptures that you meditate on should help you resist operating in your flesh. Now, I'm not saying that everything will be an overnight success, but in time, you should start to notice a difference of how you handle things. Having peace in situations cause you to decide if you're going to handle things responsibly. Now you can always have a reaction to things, but the question still remains, is it the best thing that needs to happen? If the answer is no, then you should find a way to take a step back and allow yourself to rethink the situation. Whether the situation is going into a positive or a negative direction, The ultimate goal is to allow it to be a peaceful atmosphere. I'm not saying that some situations can cause some tension and maybe even be warranted. Because of the nature of the discussion and the actual event that's taking place. However, you should always try your best to be the bigger person if necessary. Please allow there to be respect being given especially if you're trying to build the kingdom of God. God wants you to represent him in a peaceful way and not just flying off the handle on every little thing that comes at you and it causes a uh, disruption or just maybe makes you feel agitated from it. If you have wisdom and discernment and you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, You should be able to refrain from many of the discussions that the enemy is trying to confuse you with. As you look at some of the things in the world, and maybe within your own life as well, 
What are some things that prevent peace in your life? Does it have to do with your kids? Or does it have to deal with maybe your job? Or maybe it could be a health issue that you are facing right now. And then maybe it's just none of those things. It could be something totally different. Hopefully and prayerfully, you can get to the actual issue at hand so that you can address it and move forward in peace. One of the things that is important to understand when operating in peace is that when something comes at you, what is your immediate reaction? Do you believe the information, especially if it is not favorable towards you? Or do you dismiss it? Also, if it is something that happened and it caused a negative situation to form from it, you will need to seek God so that he can heal you from it and comfort you and forgive you if necessary and then pour into you. It becomes important to start seeking God and allowing him to replace the negative things that the enemy will keep trying to remind you of with positive things that God will pour into you. The enemy will always keep trying to get you to stay stuck in a situation. And many times you do. You keep thinking about it. You keep experiencing the hurt and pain from it. And you may even try to understand why it happened. And let me also add, you try to even provide more layers of pain on top of it. All of this is not good to do. The best way to deal with it is to first acknowledge it. Understand why things went the way they did, but then try to move forward. If you decided to be rebellious or even selfish in a situation and you are dealing with the consequences from it, ask God for forgiveness. And then please, please forgive yourself for giving into the sin. Once that has happened, learn how to let go of it. You don't have to keep analyzing every little thing from it. Nor do you have to keep a dialogue going on about it with other people or things that are just in your own head. Sometimes you can just keep that narrative going on in your head and the conversation didn't even exist. You may have had thoughts about saying this, or maybe saying that, or you said that you was gonna to respond to a situation if this conversation took place. And let me just say, the conversation never happened. This is how the enemy can keep you consumed with the situation, because you are constantly thinking about it, and you are having all of these made-up conversations of it going on in your mind. When you have something happen to you, and then you ask God to handle it and remove it from your life, then you must do just that. You can't ask God to do something, and then you pick it back up and try to handle it yourself. You must be willing to give it to God and allow Him to handle it completely. Now, John chapter 16, verse 33, and this is from the New Living Translation version. It says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart 
because I have overcome the world. And again, that's John chapter 16, verse 33. It is this confidence that you have in Jesus, in following him. Jesus has paved the way for you to follow him and lean on him. He is our example, and he is also our comforter. By giving our burdens and problems over to him, we trust him to fight the battle for us. He wants to do so anyway, and you show him that you are putting your belief in him to handle the situation for you. I am not saying that some things may cause some reactions out of you, and you may feel overwhelmed from it. The goal is for you to not stay in that mindset. God wants you to operate in your spirit. Remember, you are a spirit and you have been created in the image of God who is a spirit. The flesh will keep trying to war against the flesh, causing destruction in you. Romans chapter 8 verse 6 says, For to set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. And again, that's Romans chapter 8 verse 6. If you allow your spirit that's inside of you to guide you so that it is listening to the Holy Spirit, then your mind can be guided in a way of having the peace that you seek after. However, if you allow your flesh and the things that are going on in the world to affect you, then you allow your mind to be consumed by the things of the world, causing more frustrations and problems to consume you. Please don't allow yourself to keep looking at the things that are always just front and center with you that are causing negative distractions to you. They're going to always be tricks of the enemy to get you off your path. And that's the path that God is trying to keep you on. Allow God's word and his voice to consume your thoughts and hold on to his words so that it can order your next steps that you should take. There are some instances that there's just a lack of peace floating around because of the wrong information that has been given to you. Trust me, the enemy loves to keep confusion going on, so he will use whatever people he needs to use that are probably already in his corner to cause havoc in your life. They may keep a false narrative or even just tell you lies that are going on, and they won't care how it affects you. Now, you may try to understand and see if what they say is true, But please don't give those narratives any type of time or life into you. God has already taught you the truth. As you grow with him, you should know what that sounds like. Regardless of who is saying it, you should know what truth is. If it sounds fishy or even crazy, don't believe it. Even if it is someone who you may like, or have respect for, and they say something crazy. Believe that this is the enemy using them to cause confusion in your life. Think about it. If it was someone else that said the same thing to you, would you believe it? If the answer is no, 
then why are you believing it from someone that you may like? Learn how to put your trust in God and in his voice and not in the voice of man. Let me add one thing. The enemy can sometimes bring insecurities from your past back around into your life again to see if you have learned and grown from them. He may bring past relationships, past jobs with a twist to them, past temptations that you have let go of, whatever he uses. Please try your best not to get yourself caught back up in some of those things that you have actually let go of. Because there is a level of familiarity there, this is the enemy's angle to see if he can weasel back into your life to get another hold on you. Remember the mistakes that were made and all the hurt and pain that you experienced. Remember the journey and all that it took to get past it. And remember the amount of time that it consumed you with. Once you have done that, remember that you are now in a better place and you have the peace that you have been seeking after when you were in that situation. You don't have to relive a past hurt and think that you are missing out on something. You don't need to test yourself again to see how strong you are by giving into it again. You have built yourself back up from it and just recognize that you have moved on from that situation. Psalm 34 verse 14 says, Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And again, that's Psalm 34, 14. Always know that you are better than that and you don't have to keep falling prey to the enemy's tricks. Always keep seeking after peace and live in the characteristics of God. Continue to trust him and believe in God and not what the enemy is trying to distract you with. In closing, I also want to remind you again to please just check out my website at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com and give me some feedback on what you think about it. And I would really love to hear back from you. And so I will go ahead and close. And tomorrow we're going to continue to operate more into God's characteristics. So take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.